Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbooked job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Today, I'm super pumped to bring on an expert who's going to show us how we can create a business, a real estate investing business that makes it automatic that you can get other people to even do in the work for you so you can live the dream life. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up? Super pumped to have you on the show with me today and listening week in and week out. And I also, man, I just really enjoy podcasting. I really also enjoy sharing with you like things that are going on in my life. I told you guys that I'm a hunter. I love hunting. I've been hunting for a number of years now, but I've never gone elk hunting. Well, this year, man, I had no idea. Arizona actually has lots and lots of elk. And with that, I've never gone elk hunting, but this year I drew an archery tag for elk hunting. And I realized how much I absolutely love elk hunting. It is so amazing. It's like Jurassic Park where at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you hear the bugling, like the bulls, the males, they're bugling so loud. And if you've never heard it, I would suggest like go to YouTube and just type in elk bugle. It is so amazing. Like you'll wake up at 2 a.m. and you hear bugles everywhere all around you. It is so much fun. Well, sadly, I didn't get an elk for myself. I got the elk in close I personally don't want to shoot anything beyond 60, maybe 70 yards because archery, you know, shooting with a an bow and arrow, it's it's much, much harder. With a rifle, totally different. So sadly, I didn't get a, an elk myself, but my kids, we went on a youth elk hunt two weeks later and my son, his name's Xander, super proud of him. He's 11 years old. He got his first elk. In fact, he's actually really excited. I've never gotten an elk before. He's like, daddy, I beat you in getting an elk. So he got an elk, 317 yards, shot it. It was great. And now we have this awesome premium grass-fed meat that is just literally as organic as you could come with. And it's such a great bonding time. So I know not everybody's into hunting, but we're hopefully all of you are into family. And this is like camping. This is going and seeing nature. It is so awesome to be able to do that. So just had to share that with you. If you guys check me out on Instagram, the Dustin Heiner, and I got to tell you, I'm not that arrogant. <laughs> T-H-E, Dustin Heiner, it's the only handle I could come up with. All the other ones were taken, at least the ones I could think of. So these Dustin Heiner on Instagram, and you'll see our most recent trip where we went hunting, and it was literally the four of my kids and myself and my wife, and we were out having a terrific time in nature. It was absolutely amazing. And then we have this, uh, like, literally meat for the entire winter for our family. So that's a big blessing. Now, I'm going to talk about a little bit of bummer news and a little bit of good news. So a little bit of bummer news. I've been talking about this for, my goodness, at least six to eight months now. Sadly, it's October. It's the end of October. And I said that I would be stopping doing the one-on-one coaching. Well, this week right now is the last time that I'm going to be doing one-on-one coaching, actually accepting students. So I still have students. And really what it comes down to is because I have so many things on my plate, everything from the 
the Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching that I do, where I'm coaching students, helping students, as well as the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, my investing. I actually just started going to jujitsu. And first time ever, I mean, I'm a little older, I'm 43, and I'm starting jujitsu now. You guys know I do Olympic lifting, snatch and clean and jerk, but I wanted to be able to protect my family even more. So I'm starting jujitsu. But all that to say, I'm running low on time. And I love one on one coaching. But it's really, really hard because it takes so much time. I have so many students. Now I'm blessed to bring on my students who are now coaches with me. But now I'm pulling myself out of the one on one coaching. Now, honestly, this is literally the last chance that you will be able to work with me in a one-on-one -on -one capacity. Now, I'll still have the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. You join that, you will be able to get with me on the group coaching calls that we have once a month. But man, my one-on-one -on -one coaching students, they literally get direct access to me. They email me questions. I help them to analyze deals, analyze inspection reports, negotiate. I even love negotiating with my students saying, hey, I would offer this and try to get them to save $20,000, $30,000 on the purchase price of the home. So I got to tell you, if I would love to work with you. In fact, I'm just going to give everybody one more chance. So by the end of October, that's when I'm not going to be accepting any more students. In fact, I'm pulling myself out. And if you want to start working with me one-on-one -on -one before I close down and never take on one-on-one -on -one coach, well, I would say never, never say never. I literally told my wife, I will never move to Arizona from California. And here I am living in Arizona for the past five years. So I'm not going to say never, but for the foreseeable future, at least next few years, I'm not going to have, I'm, I don't have time to take on one-on-one -on -one coaching students anymore. So what I will do from now until the end of October, I will accept you. If you come and join, if you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash coaching, forward slash coaching, if you join my one-on-one -on -one coaching and start working with me, I will literally work with you one-on-one -on -one to get you your first property and multiply that. In fact, of the one-on-one -on -one coaching students, it's like 95% success rate in the first, I want to say it's like 90 days, maybe, maybe a little longer, maybe 120 days to get your first property. But you get so much more direct access to me. On top of that, I am holding you accountable. I'm saying, let's move forward. I'm going to keep reaching out to you, keep connecting with you. So that's what I want to say is I'm bummed, but this is going to be good for all of us because I'm also working on something that's going to be coming soon. I might have already mentioned it. I don't remember if I uh, actually talked about this on another podcast episode, but I'm working on something that's going to be that's going to be really, really good. It's not going to be the one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it's going to be awesome, and I'm working on that right now. But I would love to work with you. At least this is going to be the last time I'm taking out students. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash coaching. And I know people are going to say, hey, Dustin, are you ever going to like discount? Like this is the price. Do you ever cut it off? I'm going to you know, discount it by like 50%, 20%, whatever like that. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I do not discount my time. So what you're getting with me on the one-on-one -on -one coaching is you're literally getting coaching with me. And so no, there's at never have been and never will be discounts on the coaching because that's my time and our coaches time as well. Now, that's it for the bummer news. But the good news is we have another show where we have an awesome expert. In fact, he's one of my close friends that's in my personal mastermind. It's not a paid mastermind. It's literally I found three other amazing guys, Adam Carroll, Michael Kwan, and Tom Sylvester that are in my personal mastermind where we've been meeting since 2018. It's been amazing. Our businesses grow together, but I'm bringing on Tom Sylvester on, and he is actually going to be walking us through how to build a successful automatic business and how we can grow 
And I love this question. You're going to hear this question, but I'm going to say it right now, but you're going to hear it in the episode. He says, what needs to be true? Like you need to ask yourself this question. What needs to be true in order for me to be able to pull myself out of the business? Or what needs to be true to have somebody else run this one property? Basically, what needs to be true for this to happen for that? So I'm super pumped that you get to be around this gentleman who literally coaches businesses to go from six to seven figures, and he's going to give us an expert level understanding of how to grow our businesses from six to seven figures. All right, here's our show with Tom Sylvester of 2X and Lifestyle Builders. Tom, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Oh, uh, man, always a pleasure and uh, super excited to dive into this topic today. Man, you're, you, number one, are a real estate investor. Number two, you're a business owner. You have your own liquor store, wine and liquor store, which is super amazing. It's growing, expanding. You also coach companies to go from six figures to seven figures. Man, it's just, you're honestly, I'm super pumped to have you on because I always teach my students, everybody listening, I'm saying we build the business first and there's so much into it. I have an expert like you who showed me how to build the business to come on. So this is great. So talk to us a little about your uh, your background, how did you get into real estate investing and then now business building and walk us through that process? Yeah, well, you know, um, I think like most people, I was on that traditional path, you know, go to school, get good grades, go to college, take on a ton of debt, try to find a job and it just kind of uh, got into that debt cycle. And so I remember uh, coming out of college uh, I had met my then girlfriend, now wife, and I started looking ahead. We started talking about like, what do things look like after college? And I didn't like the path I was on. I was like, man, I do not want to sit in a cubicle for the next 45 years. Like that's not what life's about. And so uh, I set a goal to retire quote unquote by 35. Now, uh, I figured that was long enough to figure out how I was going to get there. Cause I had done nothing in terms of like real estate investing or anything before that. Figured it was long enough to figure it out, but not long enough that I was going to miss out on life. And so uh, fast forward, tried a bunch of businesses to try to get this thing working. And um, every time I would try something, either it wouldn't work or more than likely my wife would then say, uh, why are you doing that? It's too risky. Go get a job. We got to pay off this debt. So uh, I ended up investing in one of those uh, weekend seminars. Everyone heard the ad on the radio, right? Like, Hey, come to this free real estate training. You'll learn to make millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. So for anyone that isn't aware, what ends up happening is you go to this free two-hour session. They don't actually tell you anything. They get you hyped up. Then you go to like a $500 weekend, and then they upsell you into these expensive courses. Now, I'm not against investing. I've invested a ton of money into my education, but those weekend seminars are not actually going to teach you real estate or this topic business. Um, often what they're set up to do is to make that company money and get you excited, but not actually have you succeed. So long story short, um, once I spent all that money, I realized that I needed to make it back. So I actually started investing in real estate. And I realized that you know uh, the money in that case was much better spent to get the first property. And I was going to learn way more from that. Um, now, granted, had I had somebody that could guide me through uh, a little bit easier, that would have saved me a ton. But the key thing with so much of this is to get started. And then I figured out a lot of lessons along the way of how to actually run it like a business. Uh, and then from there, it expanded into other different businesses. And all of it was working towards getting me retired by 35. Ended up doing it at 32 and then said, you know what? The goal wasn't really retirement. The goal was to have freedom, which is what we all desire, so that I could then do what I wanted. And that's kind of where we're at at this point now. Freedom is 
it is so amazing to not, I mean, you feel free when you stop working for somebody else. That's literally what it comes out. You're like, my goodness, I literally have 40 plus hours of my life back. And some people are working 50, 60, 70 hours a week for somebody else. You have that much time back to develop into your family, develop into your relationships, serve other people. It's just so much better when you have that freedom. So in walking through that process of investing and buying your first property, and then now realizing, like, were you always like the business mindset when you first started investing or did you like buying that rental property or was that something that had to develop over time? And is that something we can develop in our own real estate investing business? Yeah. Well, what was funny was like hindsight 2020, I always had some sort of like side business or whatever. So I had kind of like done these businesses, but I never really treated them like a business. And that's what happened when I started real estate investing. And I find most real estate investors run into. And um, for anyone that's read the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, really good book, good on motivation. But there's a key concept there called, um, uh, I forget what it was called, but like, you know, are you an employee? Are you uh, self-employed? Are you a business owner or are you an investor? Cash and so the first quadrant. time I, cash flow quadrant, thank you. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm an employee. Uh, I want to become an investor. So like, let me just like fast line there. And so, uh, you know, I went out, I remember I went out and made like business cards and I put like real estate investor on there, like all this stuff to tell me I was an investor. But ironically, what happened when I bought the first property, uh, I was doing everything. I had to find the property. I had to negotiate with the seller and I was so nervous. Um, I had to then uh, talk to the existing tenants and end up evicting one of them. I then had to renovate the property and I was like- And I wanna pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years and I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it up to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Holy crap. I thought I was taking a shortcut going from employee to investor. What I really did was I went from employee to owning a job. So I still, I actually had another job and now I owned it and I had to do everything. So very quickly, I was like, crap, this is not what it's cut out to be. There's got to be a better way. And so, you know, talking to friends, going back to that quadrant, I was like, oh, well, the problem is I wasn't treating this like a business. So I just created another job for myself. And so I I really asked myself this key question. And knowing that I wanted that freedom, I said, what would need to be true for this business, not this real estate investment, this business to run without me? And I didn't realize how powerful that question was. But when I asked it, it was like, okay, well, what do the numbers need to look like? Okay, now that I know the numbers, okay, what jobs need to be done? So I made a list of all the jobs. Then I said, okay, so 
who could do these jobs? Like, what are the types of people that I would need on my team? And then I said, what systems do we need so that the business would run? And once I had that all laid out, it was basically a map to say, all right, one step at a time, I'm going to take one of these things and get it off of my plate. And I'm going to you know, change my title from real estate investor to CEO because I want to own the business and I want other people to do it. So that question really helped me understand all the things I was doing and step-by-step step get other people to start doing that. And repeat that question. You told me, like, you've helped me grow in my business. So I know the question, but what's the question for everybody else? So they know, because everybody, you need to hear this. This is the question that you need to be asking yourself in order for you to become free. Absolutely. So write this down. So it is, what needs to be true for this business to run without me? And with that, you can ask that question, what needs to be true and break it down even more granular. What needs to be true for this property to be managed without me? You just need to figure that out. And honestly, that's what we do as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as investors, we're problem solvers. That's a small problem that you have. Like what needs to be true? Well, you figure that out. In fact, Tom, you'll appreciate this. What I do with my kids, um, my kids will say, I say, Hey, I need you to do this. They say, well, daddy, I don't know how to do that. And I said, son, you're a Heiner. Heiners figure things out. That's what we do. We figure you can figure it out. I can tell you how to do it, but you, I know, because obviously I'm their dad, I know exactly that they should be able to figure it out. But I'm like, you're a Heiner. You figure this is what we do. So everybody listening, if you're listening to this, that's what we do is we figure it out. We're problem solvers. And the reason why I'm bringing it, Tom, on to the podcast right now and to the show is because he's going to be speaking at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is all about community where we're helping each other out. And so as you see come, Tom come, coming in talking about business and systems and processes, he's going to be talking about that at RubeCon as well. And so what I wanted to do to bring you on, Tom, was to walk through what it looks like and touch on a little bit, or actually as much as you can, that we're also going to be talking about um, at RubeCon as well. And I'll be completely honest to everybody listening to this. If you come to RubeCon, Tom, and honestly, all the other speakers, I only bring my friends to this conference. They're all so approachable. And you go up to them and say, hey, I have a question for you. They're not going to go to the session and then go and fly back home. They're like They don't just come just to try to make money. No, they come because they believe in the vision of building community and helping people out. So I brought Tom here because he's going to be a wealth of knowledge as well as all the other speakers. So Tom, talk to us about the idea of running this business. And it, I mean, we if you want to start at the beginning, like how do we start it? We can talk about that. Like, how do we run it? Like, what are your thoughts? Like, what where's the first process? Because you do this all the time. You coach businesses to go from six to seven figures. Where do we start if we're going from being the investor to being the CEO, the business owner? Yeah. Uh, first place we start is always the vision because we can build any business that we want. Um, but if we don't have a vision of where we're going, it's just like getting in the car and driving without a destination. So I always tell people, I'm like, look, it's it's just like a GPS. Here's our starting point where we're at today. Here's the vision where we want to go. And then what we're going to do is we're going to build a an initial roadmap. Now, just like you know, if you're on a trip, 
you're going to start following that. And then maybe you take a wrong turn and then you got to kind of redirect, or maybe the road is closed and the path we thought we were going to go on, we got to adjust. But if we start with that vision and a high level roadmap of where we're going, we can always then have the guided next step and checking in along, along the way to make sure we're ultimately going to get to that destination. And for us, that destination should be freedom. So we have options. So I like to start with that vision. And then um, something that my wife and I really sat down and did that helped a lot was we got super clear on like, how much money do we need to make from this business? How much money do we need to personally bring home? And then what we did was we reverse engineered all of the numbers. So we said, for example, if we need to bring 5,000 a month home, all right, for a average property, after we take all the expenses and everything else out, um, how much can we take out of each one? Once we figured that out, then we just divided it out and said, okay, well, we need this many properties or this many units. Um, the strategy that we chose, which everyone needs to figure out their strategy, was going to be um, long-term rentals. So we did uh, mostly multifamilies, but different strategies among that. But then we got super clear. So it was like, okay, uh, this is what we need to achieve that freedom. Uh, this is how many properties we're going to need with this numbers and this profit. And then it was just like one property at a time starting to look at how do we acquire it? Now, the one thing I didn't do that I, I know you preach and I would recommend for everyone else, actually start thinking about the business and setting some of those things up before you get the first property. So what I did was I just dove in and I figured a lot of this out along the way. And I could have saved myself a lot of time, effort, frustration had I actually done a little bit of time business planning beforehand. Um, but regardless, once you get started, it really comes back to what things need to get done. And then what are you doing versus hiring someone else? And in most cases, if you can analyze a property in a good way and make sure that you're at like having costs for everything, then you can hire people and still be profitable. And that was one of the things I didn't do early on was I didn't include all of my time in it. So I got done with the first property and I'm like, okay, well now I can't really hire other people because I didn't incorporate that in. Tom, I, I had a million downloads on the podcast. And so on the, yeah, the show where I gave out the, the million download, I said, Hey, I hit a million downloads. I'm going to give this out for free. I'm going to give out the green light deal analyzer. So I'm going to give it out again because, and the reason why is because everybody listening, Tom is the one that he had the, the, the guts of this analyzer. And I said, Hey, Tom, what do you do? Anyways, like business, what, what do you do? And he said, Oh, this is what I have. And he sent it over to me. And I was like, this is awesome. I love this thing It's so clear. Anybody can use it. You could even send it to a virtual assistant and say, put in these numbers, there's like six numbers. And then this system does everything for you. And so taking Tom Tom's uh, uh, green light analyzer that he has, and then I added my own spin of it, things that I need for master passive income and everything. But I'm going to give it out to everybody literally for free one more time because on in honor of Tom. So if you go to my uh, website, go to the uh, master passive income and look for the green light deal analyzer, use the promo code podcast. Actually, no, it was 1 million. No, I didn't use podcast. It's 1 million. Let's, so I'll put in the show notes. I'll make sure it's there, but 1 million. So one and then six zeros. And then you'll get it literally for free in honor of Tom because Tom, he just errors on the side of giving. That's why I told, told you why I brought him to RubeCon. That's why he and I get along so well is because that's what we love to do is just help other people. Go to my site, go get the green light deal analyzer literally for free. I'm charging money for it, obviously, right now. Use the promo code 1 million, so one and six zeros. So Tom, I love that green light deal analyzer because it systematizes it. Now, what else? So we, vision, my vision was to quit my job, but that's not everybody's vision. Vision could be, you know, travel the world or whatever it might be. We definitely need to come up with that. Once somebody has that vision, 
And we start going down that path of, you know, developing all these processes in the business. What is the next step after we did the one and two? Yeah. So uh, what we're really going to do is make sure that we've got everything working first. So for example, we've got the vision. Great. We've got the strategy we're going to take. And then we want to get started. And sometimes people will spend a lot of time planning. And this was actually something I talked to people about at RubeCon last year. So people that hadn't bought their first property yet, you know, I, I asked them why they hadn't, and a lot of them were afraid to jump in. So I'm definitely a huge proponent of planning, but guess what? We learn when we actually start doing. So what I challenge everyone to do is however long you think it's going to take to like really get that first property, um, I would actually challenge you to say, all right, well, what would need to be true for me to do that in the next three months? You know, put whatever timeline you want on there. But what this is going to do is basically cut out all of the fluff to actually getting started and then get us started with that first property. Because once you have that first one and using that green uh, green light analyzer, it's huge. Because when I did my first property, as I mentioned, I didn't include all these factors and I didn't actually analyze it properly. So using that, you're going to be able to punch a couple of numbers in. I love that you're talking about having somebody else do this um, because it's going to give you really, uh, like for anyone that isn't aware of this, you punch a couple of numbers in. And if the deal looks good, it's going to give you three green lights and say, go ahead at this price. If it doesn't, it's going to give you a red light on where it's off. And then you adjust the numbers so you can figure out, is this going to be a good deal? What offer can I make? So from there, uh, we do want to get a little bit of the business structure in place. So I do recommend you know, getting uh, some of the team members, your accountant, your CPA on board just to have um, everything set up so that by the time you buy the first property, you've got everything then ready to go from there. I love that. And so with the the entire team. Can you run through the idea of what you think a team would look like? The people that you need in your business as even before you buy your first property, or let's say somebody already has two properties like, man, I really need to put in these systems and I really need to get these right people in place. Yep. So if we think about any business, right? And real estate is a business. Um, there's four main functions of the business. So we've got marketing, which is attracting uh, our deals. Uh, so we're going to have a marketing team, which might just be you at the beginning, or you might be able to bring people in that are bringing you potential deals, right? So we've got the marketing piece there. Then the sales is us actually then evaluating, coming to an agreement and buying the property. Then we've got fulfillment, which is actually how do we then uh, run the property? How do we then get in my case, tenants in and all the stuff of delivering our service, which is you know real estate to people. Uh, and then we've got operations, which is the, the systems, the finance, all of this stuff to make it work. So what I recommend is that when you think about those functions, go through each one and say, what are the key things? How am I going to acquire this first property? What team members can help me with that? You know, So is it finding wholesalers in your areas that will start bringing you deals? Is it having a realtor that will start sending you stuff? Now, I rarely buy stuff off the MLS just because it's not the best place to go. But even getting started, part of what we want to do is get reps in. So being able to bring have people bring as many deals to you as possible, you'll use that green light deal analyzer to then start to understand what's a good deal and what isn't. So if you think about that for marketing, then for sales, understanding who do you need on your team to sell or, or you know, ultimately to buy. So this is where I'll look at uh, having like, uh, depending on your state and how you close, having a lawyer or whoever's going to help you through that process. 
Then when we look at fulfillment, as you're actually going, if you're going to have to renovate this property, uh, what contractors do you need to do that renovation? Um, who's going to help you actually fill it? How are you going to advertise? Uh, and then finance, making sure that you have your bookkeeping set up, having an accountant that will help you with that. So I like to just kind of have a map of all of those functions and then try to get the right team members in place because I want to be in the, the CEO role and where I'm an expert. I don't want to have to try to figure out how do I manage books or how do I do these things? That's not the core function. The core function is going to be, I'm the CEO, I'm acquiring the property and I'm putting the team members in place that will help me with all of those. Yeah, I love that. And you've coached lots and lots of um, companies go from six to seven figures, not just obviously real estate investing, but companies in general. Like You just know that the process of having a business, there are certain key functions that we all have to do. What lessons are yeah. What roadblocks, lessons, what, what things have, like what problems have other business owners come across that are like, Hey, this normally comes across. People see this or what roadblocks do they have? Or what lessons learned that you, we need to learn way before we actually get there? Yep. A uh, couple key ones stand out. Uh, first one is not knowing their numbers. Numbers guide the business. That's why we've got this green light deal analyzer because we need to understand the numbers. Um, when I talk about that, it's really twofold. So you have your financial numbers, right? So everyone should get familiar with a profit and loss statement, which is basically how much money is coming in, what expenses are coming out, uh, what taxes uh, ultimately am I going to have coming out, and then what's left at the end, and that's my profit. So we need to have a basic financial understanding and understand those numbers. And then we need to understand uh, KPIs or key performance indicators. So if we're looking at this and we go back to marketing, sales, fulfillment, and operations, we should be able to have one or two numbers on each of those that tell us how the business is doing. So people ask me today, they're like, Tom, how do you run multiple businesses without being tied into them day to day? And the answer is I have a basic dashboard that gives me the key numbers and the key information I need for each business. And then I have team members that I can then work with to help implement and solve the problems. So number one is we've got to have the numbers because the numbers tell the true story of the business and help you make decisions. And everybody who's been with me at any time, at any length will realize, and I've said this many times, I'm not a numbers person. In fact, numbers at, and you don't have to be like for what, and the reason why I'm saying this, because you don't have to be a numbers person to do what Tom's telling you. Like numbers in my head, they go in and then they flutter away. They literally just kind of evaporate. Like two plus two equal, uh, it just, it's gone. That's just how my brain works. I, it's sad. It's really sad. If I'm golfing, I have to count, okay, I hit one, two. It, it's literally sad, but these key P KPIs, the key performance indicators, there's ways to systematize this. Tom's absolutely showing me how to do this to where you're just almost like a green light deal analyzer. Like the numbers are automatically put in by other people or other ways and systems. And it's like, it's green or it's yellow or it's red, like, uh, you know, attack, attack it or address it. And so there are ways to do this. Now, that's why we're bringing Tom over to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Actually, big reason, he's a good friend of mine. So that's number one. Well, I'm bringing all my friends together so you can hang out with me and all my friends. But we're all experts in what we do. So that's why we're bringing Tom. So Tom, you've given us so much great insights. Is there, how can somebody find you? How can they be, maybe they might even have a six-figure business that's outside of real estate investing that they need to work with you. Like, how can they reach out to you and find you online? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first thing I'd recommend is go pick up a copy of the book my wife and I wrote. It's called Lifestyle Builders. You can get it on Amazon. 
it's going to give you a lot of the uh, lessons, mistakes, and steps that we recommend to get the business started and to get it to the point where you can leave your job. Um, beyond that, if you're actually looking for, if you are if you have that like six-figure business and you're working to go to seven or beyond, uh, you can go to 2x.co and you'll be able to see the book we've got there as well as some of the additional information on how we actually help those business owners scale. Love it, man. Hey, I'm super excited to be able to hang out again. And what's great is, you know, we're obviously you and I are friends and we've known it, I don't know, five years probably now. It was actually 2017 is when we first met. And mm-hmm. now like all, all of our lives just keep getting, because because we bounce ideas off of each other. We also encourage each other and build each other up. Same thing with like RubeCon. Like that's what we're all about is helping each other progress, keep growing to the next level. And so, yeah, it's super exciting to have you on the show here, but then also with us. I'm excited to share with all of my audience, you, because you've helped me and my business so much. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Absolutely. And and just a, a final kind of, uh, I guess, pitch for RubeCon. You and I met at a conference and I will tell you that the biggest impact, not only to me growing personally, but also with success in my businesses has been getting around the right people. So early on in my career, when I didn't know anyone um, and I wasn't invested. One of the best things I did was just got around people that were doing the things I wanted to do and living the lifestyle that I wanted. So by getting around people like that, it's crazy how much you'll learn um, and then really how much you'll see as possible. Because the other factor that holds so much of us back is just our personal mindset. And uh, I'll just share quickly a story that you shared at RubeCon last year about really uh, somebody breaking the four-minute mile. And it was like up until, if anyone hasn't heard this, up until uh, Roger Bannister, I believe, broke the four minute mile, everyone thought it was impossible. But once he did it, then somebody else came and broke it within like a matter of months. And so it's the same thing with business and success in life. We often think things are impossible if we haven't had those people in our lives that show us that it's not and that it is possible getting around a group of people like this, especially the ones that are giving it away and all there to help each other, it's going to be one of the best investments that you can have. Love it, man. You're 100% right. And the very first conference I went to was one that we met. And from that point forward, I just try to go as many as I can because the more people that you're around that are good, genuine people that want to help each other out, man, life just keeps getting better and better. So awesome, Tom. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Looking forward to RubeCon. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.